<laughs> you love it. You love it. It's all That's alone, nice. but at least you have the halo effect. Uh, yeah, it's nice, eh? Let me just... Yeah, there it is. I mean, you know, we, we do what we can to make sure that you look good. Thank you. I mean, it's a struggle, but we do our best. John, can I tell you... Oh, were you going to say something? No. Sorry. Can, no, I tell no. You, can I tell you a secret? You can tell me a secret. The weather yeah. today, like not now that it's dark, the weather today is probably my favorite kind of weather. Big, like chunky snowflakes. It's like a dusting. Well, more than a dusting, but there's like snow piled up everywhere. I love it, man. Not so cold that you can't be out for like, you know, more than a few minutes. But do you have to shovel? No. So, good point. Good point. I would I would help if I saw that my uh, landlord was shoveling, I would probably help. Sure. If I had a <laughs> Winter's nice for like a month. I think <laughs> I I think I have to agree with the two of you. There's something nice about like, you know, thick chunky <clears throat> snow and it's not too cold. Mm. Although admittedly by the time we're done here it's going to be like minus 14. Ooh, that's fine. So, I'll be okay. So less good. Right. But John has to shovel a walkway to his heart. No, I don't have to shovel uh, these days. I used to. Mm. Uh, now I, I don't think I do. <laughs> I might have to shovel my balcony. Hey, you, might, you might as well. Um, the, the problem is that eventually it wears on you. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just the main reason why snow sucks is that it makes transportation kind of a pain. Yes. So. Everything gets wet and damp, cold, obviously. Well, I mean, if you can't find parking, you're screwed if you have access to a car, which I don't, but some of us might. Maybe. Maybe. You know, Scotty Mobile. Weirdness. That's possibly the truest <laughs> statement you've ever made. Yes. This is Weirdness 101, okay? We don't need no advanced 202 class here, folks. This is Weirdness 101. You don't, you don't need a 200 series class on Weirdness? I would. I don't think I'm ready for it, though. You wouldn't do your master's degree? In Weirdness? In Weirdness? I might. But I don't think I'd be prepared for You know that there's yet. somebody who's done their master's degree on LARPs? I heard about this. Not only did I hear about this. Yeah, no, I heard about this. And I, I'm still shocked. Like, I don't really understand. I just, I'm <laughs> not okay with this in, in some ways. I mean, like, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. But there's also that part of me that has this sinking sensation that the person who did this may have put more work into it than any of us <laughs> did. Well, so, like... Yeah, like I don't know. Are they gonna are they gonna draw like I mean maybe you know a bit more about it than I do. Is it in terms of the the sort of social ramifications of the show, like exploring a hobby, or is it more like this is the making of a web series? It's like the making of the web series. That's so strange. Like I thought it would be. I, should, I actually context. have access to it. I should probably ah. read the thesis. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I like to hear, Kung Fu Fenris. It's just snow up to your eyeballs. Yeah, you open the door, can't get out. What do you do? The thing is, Kung Fu Fenders, there's a difference between scoffing at snow and acknowledging that it's a pain in the ass. Truth. And sometimes it is. Sometimes it's absolutely gorgeous. You go up on the mountain, mm. oh, like when it's Sun snowing over the city and you're holding out. hands with somebody who's special to you while you're looking out. And then as you're walking back and you get into the car, you're like, oh, but there's that lookout point. But mm. then when you stop there, mm. it turns out there's just like eight teenagers puking oh, everywhere no. there. So you're like, well, that's... Oh. That's less of a thing. And then you realize you can't do that anymore because you can't drive by the lookout point because they close that. I really thought he was talking about me for a second, but I don't remember any. No, seriously. Puking. Like I, I went there. Yeah. And like 
my partner and I had just started really going out. Right. And just like puke city. <laughs> it was like It was like Dublin right before the start of a semester. Am I right? That was one time, that's all I know. Like a college town or whatever. I guess Montreal is a bit of a Montreal is a college city. I mean a university town. Absolutely. Right? There's many different universities here. It's just a bit bigger than the usual like sure. It's like one UCAM. There's Miguel. tons of little Concordia. technical colleges. Truth. The... <laughs> I'm sorry they closed your childhood, John. I'm not. Uh, not childhood. I'm not whoa, if it whoa, was just whoa. Puke City. <laughs> that's true, eh? You're like, uh, it wasn't the best memory, so that's okay. So, you know, this is us vamping while it seems like... Well, I know Crosshair can't make it. I know so Crosshair really, what can't are we make doing it. Yeah, here, no, honestly. absolutely. Right, guys? But one thing that I can point out is that this is sorry, definitely going to go up on YouTube. Yeah. Right? So, you know, no matter what, we do have a thing to do here, but this is the first of three Excuse me? Chrysalis sessions. This oh, is happening I can't every wait. Wednesday, this Wednesday, next Wednesday, and the Wednesday after. And this was because of you guys. And your donations. So many. Because you met that incentive. You met and exceeded our expectations way faster than we thought possible. And it was wonderful. And we love you for it. Um, yeah. Yep. Kung Fu Fenders has realized that, yep, we are going to be in the United States in 1988. Now, I do have a question for you, Scott. Okay. You're not required to answer this question, but I am going to ask. Okay. Were you born Friday, January 15th, 1988? I will answer that question. No, I was not yet born. So Brom cannot meet Scott. But it was... What? What? I mean, not in this session, though. No, no, true. In another <laughs> like, session, like after. Just like not today, exactly. Oh, Brom are things. Now, yep, sir. thing that I will point out, though, is that you I mean you're. it's not like it's much later... That I was... That you were born. born. Right, correct, yeah. Same year. Yeah. Hence the... Yeah. Hence the year. <laughs> I, I mean, I figured that that's why you picked the year. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. That's fine. I was born. Screw you, man. How were how were those 80s? Those late 80s? I don't the know. 80s? I wasn't there. I don't know, dude. I, I wasn't very old in the 80s, but... Um, January 15th, 1988, I would have been four. Like almost four and a half. But you were playing games, as we've heard, in many a Jonalog at the beginning. I would of these probably sessions. have been trying to play Trouble by myself with that Popomatic bubble. It's fun getting into trouble. Yeah, you betcha. I I don't think it was very much fun to get into trouble, I have to say. But I appreciate the jingle. Um Or possibly a board game called Four Seasons. Or the Four Seasons. Mm. It had nothing to do with the hotel. Or Vivaldi? No. Nothing. Just eh? literally the seasons. Okay. It's probably just like move around the board. Boring. The... Yeah, you had to basically, you, you had to get one piece onto summer and one piece onto fall and one piece onto winter and all that. But, That's you cute. Know. But yeah, so yeah, it's, this is it. This is you. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of things that I'm going to point out to the audience when we, as, as we start here. Uh, the first being that this is yeah. canon. What occurs here is going to be considered a canon event. It will move on into the rest of the game. Anything that has happened here, any little bits or pieces. Uh, the second is Brom 
does remember everything that occurs here. Huh. Oh. I mean, I only have to say that for you specifically, yeah. not for anyone else, but yeah, you will remember whatever okay. happens here. This doesn't, this isn't, well, never mind, never mind. I was going to say this isn't covered by the like blackout, but anyway, that doesn't matter because that's been lifted anyway. So just lifted to us to most, most for the most part. And I'm not incur, like, I'm not telling you everything that you remember. Yeah. But if it's something that comes up, you will remember it. Yes. Essentially, it's like the doors have all been unlocked, but you haven't necessarily opened each one. Makes sense. Um, did he awaken as a grump? It's possible, no. <laughs> Uh, it would be very unlikely. It'd I be imagine. unlikely, but I think it might be possible. <laughs> I doubt it did. All this glamour, and you're just like, whatever. <laughs> uh, the last thing that I'm going to point out, though, is that... Well, actually, there's two other things. Um, the first is that I consulted with you mm. to a certain degree, but basically all you really kind of had to tell me was the date and the place. And the rest of it's up to me. Yay! Uh, which means that if I counter anything in your backstory as we're going through this, then I need you to just open your fucking yap. Um, the last thing that I'll point out is that I am going to do my absolute best not to create any time paradoxes. Okay. Any retroactive <laughs> continuity errors. Uh, if that is to occur, if that happens, um, and you notice, point it out. Yeah. If the chat notices, I have no doubt they'll point it out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, but uh, if it happens, it happens. We'll we'll see if we can correct it as time goes on. Um, because while this is canon, I'm not trying to <clears throat> screw over everything else that's happened. For sure. Do you have any questions? Um, I don't think so. Uh, like you said, and I guess just for the chat's benefit, we haven't really discussed what the events around this event. Wow, what the circumstances around this event are. So I don't know. And I also don't really know how I'm going to react to them. And I guess as long as you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. Which you have it's to do week be after very, week, right? It's probably going to be a very different Braum that we're going to see here. Maybe. Or at least exactly, literally different. exactly the same. I mean, okay, well then let me ask you a couple of questions before we start. Me, yeah, sure. Let's, uh, Ooh. let's get into this. Um, obviously, you have no experience to spend. I will also point out that for the most part, you will have no dice pools to roll. That makes sense. Uh, you can't fail your chrysalis. Uh, if I ask you to roll a <laughs> dice pool, you can come up with whatever you consider appropriate for Brum at that time. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's up to you. Excuse me. I'm not really that concerned with with your um, with that with with being like completely exact as to what you would have been upon chrysalis. Sure. Uh, Remember that the character creation for Changeling creates a player character, not a Changeling at their Chrysalis. Right. Um, it's important to remember that player characters are supposed to be kind of super special compared to the average, um, even among their... Right. Type, so, yeah, anyway. so to speak. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, Brom did crystallize during the Reagan era. Well, that that's is right. absolutely true. Ronald Reagan was president at mm -hmm. this time. I brushed up on my American politics just for this chrysalis session. I know everything. I really, I unfortunately don't, but that's okay. I'm going to work it in. <laughs> Let's party. You are going to get experience for this, though. That'll be applicable for the game later on. This counts as a session. Okay. Uh, you'll probably only get two experience for this, though. Okay. 
I like so, lore wise that Brom just like goes to sleep, remembers his chrysalis, wakes up. He's like, "Wow, that was cool, nice." I'm s- suddenly a little better at crafting. <laughs> crafting. What? What the hell? I should buy craft. Okay. So <laughs> let me ask you a couple of questions about what it's like to be you at this point in time, 1988, mm-hmm. specifically the beginning of 1988. How old are you? Fifteen. What's your name? Brian. I so, mean, he goes by Brian. Let's be real. He goes by Brian. Yeah. What's your What's your actual legal name? <sighs> the funny thing is, we'll get to it. In a no, no, no. But you're right. Like the the one's changeling name is is different, right? Not necessarily. Not all changelings decide to take on a different. Oh, name. I see what you mean. That, that's true. I suppose that's a good point. I. No, no. His name. <laughs> His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Brian Madston. Because you introduced yourself to your wife as Brom. She knows you as Brom. Mm-hmm. So that, that's an interesting question. I wonder whether you've had your name legally changed or whether it's just she thinks it's a nickname. I wonder if he moved to Canada legally. <laughs> I mean, probably because he has to work there, but you know. Where was Brom born? Upstate New York, Albany. Syracuse. Syracuse. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Albany? I'm going to go with Albany, sure. All right. Albany, New York. Uh, and 15 means that you're probably in high school right away. Yeah. That's like grade 10. Ish. Ish. Um, and so Brian, Brian Madsen. 15 years old. Oh, boy. In Manhattan. Okay. Why Manhattan? Why him or why me? Like, why did I? Why so him? The... I don't care about yeah, your don't... choices. <laughs> I don't give a shit about you, Scott. Uh, his, uh, um, his mother left Albany with him a couple of years before. Like, I'd say around the time that he started high school. Manhattan, like the island of Manhattan is where he currently lives. One of those... One of the five boroughs of New York City. That's correct, yeah. Um, One of the more affluent ones. mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, In a, you know, walk-up of some kind, I imagine. This is 1988, but that still means that your mother probably still had a certain amount of money. Some money, yeah. What'd your mother do? a great question I I wonder if she was a writer um, obviously one who albeit one who was very successful enough to have like a, like a small yeah like a small kind of fund you know ah, so your mother is Danielle Steele <laughs> <laughs> I or perhaps perhaps Anne M. Martin hmm Possibly. Maybe your mother is responsible for writing the... Oh, boy. Babysitter's Club books. I would be... I am the heir to the Babysitter Club fortune, yes. She's still alive. Anna Martin. Anna Martin, yeah. Maybe, maybe whoever it was... Oh, 
hell, I don't remember. Whoever wrote the Boxcar Children. Oh, shit. <laughs> I read a lot of those growing I up. I read a lot of the Boxcar Damn. Children. Damn. I also read a lot of the Babysitter's Club, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> Rock on. Well. I'd say. You, know, you, you grew up with two sisters, and those are the books you got. Mm-hmm. Nancy Drew. Oh, I never read Nancy Drew. This was some bit older, but, you know. Does that does that sound about right to you, John? Sure. All right. Well, does the chat have any questions for fifteen-year-old Brom before we you know, dive into Chancellor this? Warren. So, um, hi, Lantra. Lantra uh, asks a very interesting question, right? I know children often getting shaped into changelings. Is it possible for adults to become a changeling? So, in the original. Changeling the Dreaming, and in Changeling the Dreaming 2nd Edition, um, it was very rare for anybody to crystallize uh, after puberty. Basically, you people crystallized as childlings. Um, occasionally as wilders, mm-hmm. rarely as grumps. Yeah. And childling, wilder, and grump were known as an age range. So you were a childling right up until you hit around 12. Um, you were a wilder right up until you hit 25, and at 25 you were a grump. Right. And the the weird thing about that, which I think that maybe they didn't think all the way through, and the thing that I didn't like about that system, is that essentially wilders were the, by far the most common. Grumps were rare, right? Because, you know, they basically had fallen to banality before that time anyway. Um, which meant that, like, all the player characters are living in this sort of zone between, like, 12 years old and 25 years old. Which means that, like, it made it so, like, are they always, like, 16 or 17, the mean? Yeah, like, people yeah. running around? And, like, clearly that's not what was evidenced by, like, the art and stuff like that. But then you also have to start wondering about things like, okay, well, what's the what's the age of consent for changelings? Because it was wilder. Like, you basically, right. once you stopped being a childling, um, you know, you had your saning. And after that, you were responsible for yeah. yourself. You could be eight. Going off on were, adventures, man. Yeah. So <laughs> they changed it for Changeling the Dreaming 20th Anniversary Edition done where it's now more of a state of mind and you can actually swap back and forth between childing wilder and grump it has more to do with your outlook than it does your uh your physical age and no longer is a chrysalis tied necessarily to your age uh, which i think is a much much better mm-hmm. way of doing it because you know like there's i think that this is a game that can involve a lot of kind of heavy themes if you want it to yeah. and a lot of adult themes if you want it to, and it makes it kind of difficult if you're like, well, I'm a really powerful, like also childlings started with more glamor and less banality than all the other, all the other seemings. So if you wanted to be OP, you basically wanted to be six. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Cause you'd start with the same character stuff. So like you could have strength six as a troll and be like, I'm six years old. I have five glamor. If you wanted to be a childling, Ellen and she, you (laughs) could cast cantrips like I seem like, to recall a childling villain in a game we played, John, ages oh, ago. Boy. And I was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> it's so much glamour. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's different. So essentially, um, okay. to, to answer that question, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> that's not the case anymore. Adults can become changelings. But in this particular case, Braum crystallized when he was 15. <laughs> a 1988 New York City is the perfect world of dark city of a shithole. So let's think of a few things that you don't actually have access to. There's no cell phones for you. I really doubt... I mean, like, they existed, but I really doubt that you had, like, a car phone. One of those fucking things. Not on me, anyway. Right? (laughs) Um, 
the most popular video game at the time probably would have been like Mario 2 or The Legend of Zelda. Right? Nice. We're, we're talking NES era. Mm -hmm. uh, Contra. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Up, up, down, down. <laughs> right, left, right. B8. Third. <laughs> Sometimes selected there. Um. Hmm. Do you go to school? Yeah. Where? Is it like a fancy private school? Or is it a public school? Or is it a rough and tumble, like oh. dangerous minds? Oh, school? rough and or? tumble. Uh, not knowing Manhattan super well, uh, I'll, I'll just throw down that I believe it would be public school. So in terms of those options, pretty middle of the road. It's not, you know, I don't think it's inner city. As you, as one might say, uh, but I, I definitely don't get the sense that he attended like an affluent college or whatever. Start in your high school. Oh shit! Oh boy. Okay. In your guidance counselor's office. Fuck. <laughs> Your guidance counselor's name is Mr. Luna. Not spelled the way that you would want, L-U-N-A, so at least you could kind of like link yourself to the moon. No, no, no. He is L-O-U-N-A-H. <laughs> he ain't old. He's in his prime. <laughs> nobody, nobody said he was old. In the guidance counselor's office, there's a couch um, and two chairs. One of them, like one of those rigid, hard mm. chairs, and mm. one of them, you know, a slightly cushionier swivel chair, but it rocks because it's not balanced properly. Um, all three of them are available for Brom to, to sit or lie down on. Sorry. Brian. <clears throat> and Mr. Luna is behind his desk, um, and he's sitting in a like one of those wooden chairs with oh. only a, a like a hot like a, a low back, but yeah. one that could swivel and like lean back. So he's constantly screwing with his mic distance <laughs> as he's doing that. Um, Brian is flopped down on the couch. He's like he's there, but he's not. You know, he's just looking up. You know, he's not really paying attention. And what is it this time, Mr. Madsen? <sighs> I mean, I'm sure you got it already. What? Why do I have to tell you? <laughs> Listen, I, I'm here for you. This is, this is a time that the two of us can communicate and really get to know the real Brian. Yeah. That's... What happened? Look, Mr. Luna, I don't mean any offense, but there ain't much to say, okay? Jack came at me. I defended myself. I don't see a problem. So you're saying that this was self-defense? Yeah. Yeah, I felt kind of threatened. Okay, so I have here a, a written 
statement as to what you said just before Jack <clears throat> took a swing at you. you. You want to tell me what's on this piece of paper? Yeah. I'd like to hear you say it, Mr. Madsen. You're never going to be good enough to hang out with me, Jack. You're never going to be good enough. Neither was your dad, neither was your brother. Mr. Madsen, you, you do understand that you're not under any obligation to be friends with anybody you don't want to, but... Are you trying to create a, a class struggle here in this school? We're in the same class. What do you mean? You're not good enough. Neither is your father, neither is your brother. So what's the link there? Why all three of them? Why even mention it? Jack's always going on and on about, you know, oh, my dad this, uh... We got a new uh, Porsche at home. You guys want to see it when it rolls up out front? Mm. Oh, hey, Danny's driving. Hey, cool, Danny, whatever. He's... You're 15, Mr. Madsen. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that you're starting to look at cars in a different way. Your driver's ed scores are pretty good. Yeah, I like driving. Gives me a good sense of freedom, I guess. You know, I can just kind of are I'll you jealous of Jack? No. I mean, obviously, yes, a little bit. It's just that he goes around and rubs everyone's face in it, right? And so you say that he's not good enough. Why would he, somebody who has access to fancy cars and lots of money, why would he care about hanging out with you? So much to the point where he would decide to throw a punch. I thought we were getting along pretty well. Uh, he made it pretty clear that um, wasn't really me that he cared about. He just... Not everybody knows about my, uh, my, my mom, right? Guess he found out. <clears throat> so he was interested in having you around because your mother's a best-selling author. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, not you know for the not for the cool factor, obviously. Do you have somebody you would consider a close friend, Mister Madsen? Like, like how close? Uh, what? I mean, Billy and I hang out, I guess. You know, I'm under the impression that people understand that they are friends. They don't have to guess. So what is it? What is what? I just don't like... I don't like it because he wasn't being honest, okay? He was... 
Honesty is very important to you, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it important to you? Sorry. You're not in trouble. Really? A couple of kids fighting in a classroom is not a big deal. You just need to make sure that both of you are all right. After all, he did throw the first punch. <laughs> not a really good one, though. <laughs> throw the last one. As I understand it, you broke his nose. Really? I thought I felt something kind of crunch and pop. Like, is it weird that it felt kind of good? Is that that's bad. Oh, man. Boys will be boys. I mean, this is... We're living in the modern age now. We're, we're, we have to understand that men will sometimes rough and tumble with each other a little bit. And, of course, that means that there's an element of competition to it. I wouldn't be surprised if you enjoyed winning so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Luna. You're right. It's, I uh, offer you a new Coke. <laughs> new Coke. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, we have to remember, like, these days, if you get caught fighting in school, it's serious. Yeah. Back when you were in high school, it was less serious. Yes. But it was still, like, a thing. Yeah. When I was in high school... People fought and like you'd be lucky if somebody actually got in more <laughs> trouble than just like getting yelled at. Nineteen eighty eight. Hey, uh Mr. Luna. Yes. Do you know anywhere around here where I could like learn a bit more about um like like fighting? Not like not out with strangers or whatever, uh, but... You're not the only kid who's brought that up. I mean, The Karate Kid was a very popular movie. Not like that. Not like... Not... Yeah, I mean, okay, it was awesome, obviously, but I don't have... I'll never be as good as... I sure hope I didn't create a time paradox right there. Uh, Pretty sure that came out quick, in 1987. <laughs> quick, run. <laughs> run, John. <laughs> when did The Karate Kid come out? 1984. We're, oh, we're safe. God. Okay. We're good. We're good. Safe. <laughs> Pime Teradox. No, I mean, not like that. I don't have, I don't have moves like him. Just, you know. I think I have an idea. Okay. Something that might prove a little more up your alley. Our time's up. I'll make sure to send a message along. Okay. No more fighting now, okay? Yeah. Sure. If he doesn't come at me again like that. If you 
hurry, you can catch the rest of your fourth class, but I imagine you could probably just wait around until lunch. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... It's it's Cam. I'm not gonna go. Funny, you don't seem to care that much about chemistry. Between people? <laughs> Mr. Luna, are you okay? <sighs> oh, yeah, okay, he's fine. <clears throat> you alright, Mr. Luna? After school today, I want you to go down to the gym. Okay, gym? There, I want you to meet up with, uh, Ms. Stevenson. Okay. I'll tell her to expect you. Was she going to make me do some more rowing or running? Because that's not really... Something else. Oh, okay. And then you hear the shrill ring of a bell. <sighs> All right. Um, thanks, Mr. Luna. It's lunchtime. Cafeteria food is awesome. Yeah. And by awesome, I mean... Eh. But they have fries, right? But, yeah. Yeah! When you arrive, you see that Jack is now hanging out with a couple of other kids. He's got um, a bandage under his nose taped up over here. Ouch. Um... So uh, it's it's pretty clear that you've I fucked him up. <laughs> you busted his nose up pretty good. Shit. How strong are you, Ryan? Uh I'm pretty strong. Like kind of a like a pretty wiry kind of strong, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. You're like shredded. Yeah. Okay. Um and they look at you and they, they sort of acknowledge your presence. Um it's it's pizza day. Oh shit! Now totally pizza forgot. here is—it's a little more than like cheese and pepperoni slices on like a piece of white bread with tomato sauce on it. But you know it counts. Well, hell, man, I'm gonna go grab a couple slices. Do you try to sit down with anybody? Um, yeah, like, ugh. I don't know. Billy might be, I mentioned Billy earlier, like we don't know each other super, super well, but he might be sitting with Katie. And oh, if he's sitting with Katie, then I'm going to sit with him. You know what I mean? Let's see. So you sit down. Um, tell me a little bit about Katie. Katie. <sighs> okay, well, look. Katie is uh, quite athletic. Okay. She's on the swim team. Ah. Right. I mean, I, I'm going to say enough set, but uh, when she's not in the water, as it were, she's got glasses. Her hair is usually just kind of like back, um, you know, to just kind she of necessitate things easier. She's, she's definitely a better student than I am. That's for sure. You don't think you're a good student? 
I don't think I'm terrible. Is it just because you're not applying yourself, Brian? <laughs> yeah, Dad, it's because I'm not applying myself. <laughs> I'm not in the picture anymore. Oh shit! <laughs> no, but but yes, actually, that's I would I would agree with that. Um, Katie's the kind of person who it, things are going pretty well, but if I'm just like, let's deal with this quadratic, she might she might give me a hand with with a math problem once uh, in a while. So she understands the b squared minus four ac. Mm-hmm. The uh, damn it quadratic equation. No, I know, but under the square root sign is the no. It's gone. It's fine. <laughs> Hey, um, don't you tutor math mm-hmm. at this grade? Yeah, <laughs> it's actually exactly at this grade level. Yeah, you're right. No, there's a special term for the, you know, if blank is positive, then it has two solutions. I can't remember what it's called, though. Ten points in the chat. Hey, Brian. Hey. Hi, Brian. What's up? What's up, Katie? <clears throat> Billy? So did... Uh Luna suspend you or anything? Oh, no, 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 nothing like that. It's, uh... <laughs> no, we're, uh, we're cool. We're cool. You know, we talked a little bit. We came to a, an understanding. Oh, okay. Um... Can I have you roll me whatever Kay. you think would be appropriate for a perception alertness roll? Remember, you're 15. Yeah, that's fair. There's no successes. It might be be that Katie's just very distracting. It might be because she's she's wearing that pink sweater. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe it's because Billy was making a big show of pretending to shove a fry up his nose. But... You don't notice when two of Jack's friends try to pass behind you and their trays wobble and their cartons of milk just come crashing down on your head. Ah! Followed by, of course, slices of bread with tomato sauce and cheese, which is probably not mozzarella cheese. It's yeah. probably like American. Like brick cheese, yeah. Yeah. It's not even that hot, though, so I'm okay. <laughs> It's kind of warmed. Ah, like your it, it, it's all over your clothes. And Katie and Billy both sort of back up a little bit, and you could swear Katie is like trying to hide a smile or a giggle behind her hands. Um, and Billy just has his eyes wide, and you just hear from the back. Tough break. Well, I like I'm covered in stuff, so I'm immediately gonna stand up from the bench and just be like, "Hey, what do you think you're doing?" It was an honest mistake. It's okay, though. I can lend you some clothes. I have some in my locker. I don't need your clothes, man. It's fine. 
Not so tough now that Luna clipped you, huh? Does he still have anything on his tray? Uh, well, Jack has Jack still everything. has his tray. He's, yeah, it's just his two friends who dump their stuff on you. Yeah, I'm just gonna reach out really slowly and take his carton of milk, and then pour it on a slice of pizza. Oh no! You're lucky the doctors say I can't fight anymore. Yeah, I'm lucky. Well, yeah. I guess I am. I wouldn't want you to just die in front of me. And then <laughs> his two friends just whirl around and you hear the whack oh. of the plastic tray just smashing you in the back of the head. I mean, like, it's just enough to just sort of, like, you know. Sure, but like. Stun you a little bit. It, it's not dangerous. Well, I mean, be the equivalent of, like, a bashing Yo, don't mess with him, okay? You're trash. <laughs> you think I'm trash? That's so funny. That's so funny. And he reaches out and he takes your tray with your food on it. Here you go. He passes it off to Jack, who just puts his tray down on a table next to another kid and takes your food. Knew we could make it square. Hey, Katie. I was just thinking, you know, um, a dance coming up next week. I think it's time that you know what a really, really good date feels like. I've got the keys. And he reaches in and he pulls out keys <laughs> to a Pontiac Firebird. Oh my god. Yo. Yeah, Jack, I'd love to. Whoa, okay, does she look like she's under duress? Like, does no. she look excited about this? She looks excited about Son this. Son of a bitch. I'll pick you up. Maybe we'll even go to the dance. See round. And his two friends do that shoulder check as they, like, walk oh. by you. And you're, like, still covered in milk and paste. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to look at the two at the table. Well, I'm going to glance at Katie, but I'm not going to look at them. <laughs> and I'm going straight to the washroom. So, I mean, you can get some of the milk out, but, like, yeah. it's going to start smelling. Right? Man. Like, it's it's milk yeah covered in milk yeah do i have like do i at least have my gym stuff somewhere roll me one die oh, uh, if you roll an even number you've got your gym stuff that is a three no <laughs> son of a bitch um i mean it's still lunchtime right yeah i'm gonna go up to the front desk and like explain the situation and go home and get some clothes oh dearie no 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 that's okay we have clothes here for you from the lost and found and reaches down and comes up and it's a Christmas sweater. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a Christmas sweater. It's got a big old Rudolph right on the front and a little pom-pom for his nose that's just sticking out right in the middle right here. Right, in the, right over your sternum. Here you go, sweetie. You want, me to, you want me to wear this? 
No one's claimed it. You don't have any other shirts or... Oh, I don't think they'd fit you, dearie. Cool. Incidentally, if you put the sweater on, it's kind of scratchy. Ah, fuck! Cause... Well, especially because I'm going to wear it. I'm not going to wear it over my milk-covered yeah, no. shirt, right? Like, I'm just wearing it over my body. Otherwise, you'll reek. Oh, fuck. All right, well, Christmas ready for the rest? I mean, it's not like today is going to get any oh, worse. Oh, and dearie, there's a message for you from the office. Your dad called. He wants you to call him back. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. I'll just... I'll hold up the Christmas sweater. <laughs> I'll just... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so you put the sweater on? I do, man. Okay, so you... It's going to be the worst you goddamn... You have a sweater on. You've got that big old pom-pom Brian's like, like right well, here. This is one of those days where... For a teenager, it's like, of course. And also, it can't possibly get worse. This is like the the worst. And I'm like, I've hit rock bottom. Maybe I'll just hide for the rest of the day. Maybe I'll just hide in the washroom. Hey, there's a couple of payphones if you want to reach out to your dad. Yeah, I should. Just if it'll keep me away from class for like another couple minutes. <clears throat> All right. Well, if if there's a message from him, I'll, I'll call him. Hello. Hey, Dad. You. Uh, hey, son. You called. What's what's up? Yeah. Um, I called to let you know that uh, I won't I won't be able to see you this weekend. Oh. Uh. Okay. Truth is, I accepted a new position, and I will be in Memphis. So cool. I haven't been there before. Uh, it's going to be a while uh, to get things sorted out, to find a, uh, stuff to, to so that you can come and stay, but... Dad, why can't you just... You haven't gone yet, right? You can just come and pick me up right after school and we can just go. You can just go the, for the weekend, right? Like, you could just take me there. I, I'm not going to be any trouble. I'll just stay in the, the hotel or I, wherever you're... I think you should stay with your mother. You don't want to see me. No. You, you know that's not true. And then in the background, you can hear, hurry up, and giggling. Is that, uh, is that the person you're taking instead? There's only one seat next to you on the plane, right? I get it. Don't, don't tell your mother. Don't tell her what? Look, I'll 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 be in touch. I I will let you know when things are set up and you can come down and you can see me in Memphis. It will be warm. It, it's warm in Memphis. What kind of work are you doing there anyway? 
Your new uh, position, you said. I I I gotta go. I'm gonna miss my flight. I'll I'll uh I'll I'll will see you later. Dad, why can't why can't I come with? The coin falls. Yeah, the, yeah. It does. Because back then, it didn't happen right when you started the call. It was when you ended. Uh, I need to place a call to my mother. You don't get your mother, but you do get uh, her agent. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, does their agent live at our house? Like, wait, <laughs> I understand. Hello? Hi. Brian. Hey, kid. How you doing? Uh, Keeping out of trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, could you could you leave a message for my mom? Yeah, sure. What do you want him to know? Well, it's just a little change of plans. I'll be I'll be home this weekend. I know she wasn't expecting that, but that's what's that's what's happening. Hey, look. I think everything's going to be okay because uh, she's going to be, uh, look, she's got her book tour coming up, so you might be on your own, but I'll, I'll let her know so that, you know, you'll, you'll have, you'll have the place to yourself. You know, you don't, you don't gotta, you don't gotta have a big imagination to know what you can do, you know, the place, place to yourself. Hey, look, forget about it. Talk to you later, kid. Click. Thanks, Mr. Donahue. Sorry, gone. <laughs> Place to myself. Hmm. If it were any other day, maybe there'd be like a, come on over guys, we'll have a party. I don't think people are going to want to come to good old Rudolph, good old Rudolph's house party over the weekend. Well, you know. You never know. All right. Well, anyway, it's freaking goddamn English class. <laughs> so that's where I'm headed. Okay. And uh, after school, I'm supposed to see Miss Stevenson? Miss Stevenson. At the gym. At El Gimo. So, Miss Stevenson. Miss Stevenson is the kind of teacher who... Uh, you hope to get on a day that you just don't want to care. She's the kind of teacher who's just as likely to have all the kids square dance and then just not really pay attention. So if you're always off to the side saying that you're waiting, she doesn't really seem to notice or, or care. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's the only teacher in the entire county who brought that massive parachute thing that everyone yes for high school kids. Oh, Brom secretly sorry, Brian secretly loves it. I mean, who doesn't, right? Everyone, nobody cares, but like they love it. <laughs> you get in. She is. Uh, she's there, and she is ready 
um, to to dismiss her class, which is kind of just like lingering out. But um, these are uh, girls playing ringette. Uh, nice. She's got a a whistle hanging from her from her neck that's sort of bouncing on her uh, quite ample bosom um, enough that like look there's a lot of teenage boys who are like you know if there was any teacher that they would miss Stevenson blah 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 um, but uh, you know otherwise starched white shirt gym shorts ready to go and she when she sees you she blasts on the whistle okay everybody okay it's time to get out time to get out Hit the showers, girls. I'm just, like, hanging back. What's that? What? She just, like, walks up and flicks the pom-pom. Uh, it's a long story, I guess. I don't know. Sorry, Miss Stevenson. I don't have my... I don't have my gym stuff today. Okay, skins it is. Let's go. Let's go where? Sorry. Take that off. Like, do I have... Mr. Luna didn't even say what we were doing. He said you were interested to learn how to fight. I'm not going to fight you. Skins. All right. So Brian ditches the Christmas sweater. I mean, this is normal for a gym class. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, this is not creepy in any way, and she's not, like, you know, leering at you as you do so. That's good. But she walks off to a a, a wooden door, um, the kind that's in a gym that's off to the side, where behind it is, like, the racks of basketballs and the various equipment, and she... uh, starting to shift things away and you can hear a crash as some shelves get knocked over and she mutters to herself and then she pulls out this big long tube and starts wheeling it out and the casters aren't quite they haven't been oiled in a very long time so it's sort of like a struggle just to get it out in the middle of the gym Mm -hmm. so like so what is this (laughs) reaches in and she pulls out a fencing foil. A fencing foil has a uh, handle grip um, and has a bell over it and a very long thin blade Mm -hmm. with no edges on it. And the tip has a little um, flat mark on it. It is not an electric foil. It's not nearly as It's dinged up, dented in a few places, and the blade looks like it probably hasn't been fully straight in quite some time. And he tosses it, or she tosses it to you. Ever fought with one of these before? Well, no, it's not like 15 whatever. 
No? Well. Normally, you're going to need to buy a, a plastron um, mask. You don't have any in your size, I don't think. But we can go over the basics of what the blade is today. Is this... Sorry, Miss Stevenson. Mr. Luna said that we were going to be, like... I asked him about fighting. You know, like, I don't know, boxing or karate, but not karate. You know, that's not really my thing. This isn't fighting? No, this is, like, swinging swords. This is, this is like, history class. Hmm. No, the, uh... Olympics happening quite soon. Winter Olympics, right? Yeah. In Calgary. Calgary? Shit, it was 88. You're right. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Well, fencing is an Olympic sport. This? And she reaches in and she pulls out another one, and this one has a velvet cover on it, which she pulls off. This one looks like it's been taken much better care of. So, like, if this is a sport, there's obviously rules or whatever. Do I just kind of, and I, like, take a swish? And she just brings up her blade enough to just let it ring out, right? The two blades crashing. Not like that. We're not going to actually swing a blade today. We're just going to go over parts of the sword go over the number system. One, two, three, four, five. One. one. Okay, so he like... One, yeah, one, two, two one. Three, right, three four, is up here. Okay. Five. And five. These are like the blocks, I guess. You have to imagine, and then she, on a chalkboard, draws a stick figure outline, and she starts perfect. dotting it out various zones and then she points out that in foil you are allowed to strike only on the the, the plastro either the front or the back but not the helmet not the arms not the legs the shoulders are okay doesn't seem like a great way to fight you know it's, I feel like if I had one of these it'd be great for just like and I I make a show of like kind of Pointing it up towards her eyes, but not like you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt her or whatever. Roll me, <laughs> just your decks. You don't have any melee. No successes. All right, so you bring it up, and you just like graze her orbital bow. Ah! Now, the thing is, it does, it's just a scratch. Yeah, but like the weapons are not shit, and. Oh my god, Miss Stevenson, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to... I obviously didn't mean it, any of that. Like, sorry. Well, maybe this is a... Maybe this isn't the right discipline for you. And she takes the sword, puts it back in the tube. I... No, I, like, I, I can be better. I'm sure that you'd be happier learning karate. 
No, I already, I already said I don't. It's not my style. What is your style, Ryan? Like, I guess kind of like wrestling. You know, you just someone comes at you, you gotta get them off balance and then put them on the ground. I don't know. It's not really a style. Like I'm not gonna carry this around with me everywhere. Oh, well, you, not you, not you, this. Sorry, yeah, I'm you not gonna don't carry have it anymore. She took yeah, it. I'm not gonna carry those around with me everywhere. Used to be the fashionable thing for men to do. Yeah, like I said, it's '88. It's not like '15, whatever. Come back tomorrow. Bring your gym stuff. Is this like detention? Do you want it to be? No. Come back tomorrow. Bring your gym stuff. Okay, Miss Stevenson. Uh, thank, thank you. Sorry again. I didn't mean to. Like, are you are you okay? I'll be fine. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go okay. home. Go home. So your mom's there. Oh, she's mom. she makes a, a, a very concerted effort not to discuss your father. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it's been like that for a long time. That while there's this acknowledgement that he exists, we don't speak of him. While we make a show of trying to be fair and, and balanced, there's this undercurrent that he can't do anything right. But today, we just don't. And when you get up to your room, there's a little package waiting for you on your pillow, and it says that it's from him. How big is the... Is it like a little box? Like a little... It's like that big. Okay. Like a box. <sighs> I open it. For the most important guy... Is that like a, like a little letter on top or something? Like yeah. Like a card? And inside the box mm -hmm. is a packet of Werther's Originals. Actually, though? Yo, no, fuck this. Uh, it's going straight out the window. Like, literally, yeah, window open, Werther's out, paper torn up, garbage can. Well, just floor, I guess. happening the next day well I mean after school seeing Miss Stevenson uh, I want to make a oh, it's going to be super awkward but like I agree weirdness don't get me wrong it's going to be so awkward but I'm going to try to find a moment to like talk to Katie maybe when there's other people around I don't want to like hey. corner her you know what's oh. up uh, you know, not too much. Got my shirt back. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> ah, he was paying you back for breaking his nose. It'll be fine. Yeah, I know. 
It's, uh, anyway. Hey, you hung out with him for a while, right? <clears throat> I guess. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you think he, um, do you think he likes me? Because I was thinking, um, I mean, I'm not a little kid anymore. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> well, you know. Just. I didn't, I didn't hear, I never heard him say anything about you. You ever hear him say anything about any other girls? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Roll me your. Oh, I'm <clears> trying <throat> to be honest. I'm trying to be honest. Manipulation subterfuge. This isn't for what you're saying. It's for how you're saying it. Success. <laughs> well. We'll see. I mean, he's got such a cool car. Um, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Anyway, uh, what, what, what was it you had to talk to me about? Uh, do you guys have swim practice today? I'm supposed to, like, help out or something, I think. I have, no, not no. today. Okay. Tomorrow. 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 Cool. You're going to the meet, though, right? Like, pretty soon, I yeah. guess? I hope you... Uh, I hope you guys kick ass. <clears throat> you're really good, you know. You're, like, really fast in the water. Thanks, so, that, was, that was weird. It was weird. Sorry. <laughs> and then some of her friends call out, Katie! Katie! Be right there! I'll see you around. Yeah. And she turns around, and her hair tied in a ponytail just does that little whip Swish. thing that is so attractive, I and know. she heads out. Oh. I don't think I don't think I've ever heard Jack talking about Katie. No. God no. You could have sworn she was in he was into Nicole last week. Well. Um I'm gonna walk by Jack and his cronies. His cronies. <sighs> hey. What do you want, butthead? Just wanted to say I hope you liked uh hope it was a good lunch yesterday. Go fly a kite. Cool. I will. Maybe uh Katie and I will go together sometime. <laughs> fly a kite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, right? Sounds funny when you say it oh, like that. Oh, Brian, you 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 don't even know. Know what? What I have planned. What do you mean? Catch you on the flip side. You're not actually going to the dance with Katie, are you? Can't get anything fun at a dance. 
See you around, butthead. After Brian makes a Brian makes a note to himself. After Miss seeing seeing Miss Stevenson, he knows that they go and hang out like three blocks from here yeah. at like a like a Max or whatever. Not whatever. Sure. Whatever it is. Fuck. Seven Eleven. There we go. Yeah. Um. He's gonna he's gonna try to catch him thereafter. When you get to gym class this time around. See that Stevenson has a plastron for you. Managed to dig one up out of storage. I think this one might fit you. And uh, is the mask? And the mask smells like it's been cleaned recently with like Lysol. Oh, and it it rattles just a little bit on your head, but it it's. She shows you how to tie yourself in, which involves a certain amount of discomfort because you have to tie it from behind and it wraps around your junk and all that but then see that she's now wearing one too still with the whistle bouncing off the off it um and she pulls her sword out okay you remember the rules no slashing only thrusting right only on the plaster okay and see if you can hit me Okay. Uh, so I take the foil. Like I imagine, we kind of went over like the the position, yeah. you know, like the form. But I don't think Brian's like. I mean, he's he's trying, but like it's not very cool looking, you know. Well, so he's kind of not with that attitude. Well, that's that's how I feel, John. Don't get me wrong. Uh, he's just gonna try to like poker here. She doesn't even block with her sword. She just shifts her body to the one side, just enough to let you go by. She looks at it. You know, we're going to be here for at least an hour. You can try more than once. All right. Not a single touch. Not one. And she doesn't even do you the, the service of attacking back. She just blocks. Just parries. Just dodges. But you cannot shake her defense. Doesn't matter. Up, down, left, right. Um, even the few times that you potentially go for a slash instead of a thrust, she just stops. Corrects you. And you keep going. And you could have sworn that it's been like an hour of you trying. And then she stops. She has not even broken a sweat. Well, she looks up at the clock and five minutes have passed. You're not very good at this, are you? I'm not like an old timey sword guy, like a knight or whatever. What do you want? Oh my god. Take a breath, grab some water, and then come back. Oh, with two more? Oh my god. Well, now I'm going to attack you. In fencing, in foil, we have what's called right of way. 
See, it does no good if two people stab each other. You have to be able to walk away the victor, so we have right of way. Now it's my turn. And she just schools. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. Have been... you ever fenced before? Uh, no, no. Okay, so. Like literal fencing. When, you, when you've put on the jacket, when you are stabbed, it's basically Kevlar that you're wearing. Right. I mean, it probably wouldn't um, provide enough cushioning to really pr- help you, but like a bullet can't pierce it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it'll still like knock the fuck out of you. Yeah, for sure. But like, if you get stabbed, like you feel it, it's a thunk. Ugh. But the hard part is that sometimes she stabs you and it hurts, and sometimes she doesn't, but the tip just catches you and you know that you got hit, and she registers in her eyes that you got hit, but that's it seeing her eyes also is it's it's shaded right because the the mask is basically a the, the grill yeah and so okay. you have two of those to look through and then she starts doing things like whipping the blade so that it curves in the air and just the very tip touches behind you whipping around your body and it doesn't even seem fair i guess this isn't for you. I guess this isn't your style. No, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I can't, you're so fast. Like, this is crazy. Uh. Why is it crazy? Well, it's just... I don't know. I thought I was fast enough to, like, catch. Do you know why it's useful to know something from the 1500s, as you put it. It really is closer to the 1800s, but 1700s. 1600s. I, uh, no, why? What do you... Because other people won't know what to do when you have this. Can't other say... people are going to understand when you throw a punch. They might understand if you know how to uh, use your karate kicks, or if you decide to wrestle like Hulk Hogan. But they don't know what this is. This is something they haven't seen before. The knowledge, the skill of knowing something that others don't have, but knowing that you are a master of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's... You can come back tomorrow. Can I... Can I borrow this to practice? Do you promise that it'll come back in as good a condition as I lent it to you? Yeah. I need your word, Brian. Ms. Stevenson, I... Yeah, I promise that I'm going to bring it back. She takes off her mask. Your eyes can't look elsewhere when you're giving your word. They have to come to me. So tell me, do you promise to bring it back in as good a condition as I lent it to you? I promise that I'm going to bring it back in as good a condition. Then sure. Um, 
just remember the forms. Uh, and uh, if the grip starts getting a little uh, uh, rough, you might want to consider wearing a glove. Okay, I think I have some. I think I have some gloves at home. See you tomorrow. Thanks, thanks, Miss Stevenson. Still going to the Seven Eleven? Yeah, <laughs> I'm putting. Does she have like a? Does she have like a duffel bag? Like I, I can't just walk around with the friggin' fencing foil. Yeah, she lends you a, a a long. It's almost like a golf bag. But not with like the heavy, heavy padding of a golf bag. Okay. Enough that you can kind of dump the foil in alongside your plaster and your mask. Cool. Then yes, I'm going. My goal is just to watch to see, like, to see if they're still there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're there. Um, they're drinking uh, slushies. Or whatever they call them there. Slurpees? Yeah. No, that's, think... that's a Simpsons term. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Les slush. Here in, here. slush. No, what? I used to have them all the time at 7-Eleven, man. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Someone can jump in on this chat. Snow cone? <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're hanging out in the parking lot, and uh, uh, every once in a while, they're kicking snow at each other. Okay, well, I can't can't take all three of them I want to wait until they go their separate ways and follow Jack to his car or his house he probably has a car oh son of a bitch he might just have his car so he Ah, eventually you see that he walks over in the parking lot and all three of them get into a Pontiac Firebird which is a sports car really yeah, nice yeah. car and um you know like they have to cram in because i don't even know if it has bucket seats <laughs> i don't think so hey hey jack what do you want butthead just wanted to talk to you just you and me you free just you and me huh yeah sure sure stay in the car don't touch the radio or the cassette deck. And he gets out, starts walking towards you. What do you want? The mustache bandage is gone at this point, but like, you know, there's still bruising under both of his eyes. I want us to be cool. And I want you to stay away from Katie. That's what I want. Okay. Why do I gotta stay away from Katie? I don't see your name written on her. No. It's not. You're right. Just, uh... You don't like her, Jack. And you do. No. Fine. But she's her own person. She decides to go with me, she's with me. Gotta let them make their own decisions, huh? Gotta let... Gotta let everyone make their own decisions, Jack. Come on. Fine. 
Like I said, she decides. Not me. Fine. All right, boys, let's roll out. He Ugh. hops in his car. Yeah. Peel out. It's black. And there's just a, a detailing of, of fire as wings along the car doors and on the hood. It's like, disgusting. Yes, but Brom kicks himself because it's kind of sweet. He's like, so damn it. <laughs> Um, on his way home, he's going to stash the foil, uh, like, around the side of the, like, around the back, I mean. Yeah. So that when he goes in, he doesn't have it, but then he's going to go out and grab it and bring it up to his room <laughs> after. Well, no, I guess yeah. his mom's not. No, she's not home. Right. Oh, so it doesn't matter. You're right. Yeah. Cool. You're a latchkey kid. Yeah. The boxcar kid? Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm going to practice. I'm going to practice getting faster. <sighs> okay. I have no one to practice against. Maybe a pillar? <laughs> Next day at school? Anyone you want to see, specifically? Um... We were talking about the boxcar children. Yeah, but like earlier, series. earlier today, it's or earlier on the stream. Earlier Sorry, Dio. <laughs> um, although I should live on a train. I, I think Brian like maybe is thinking about seeing Katie, and then he's like, no, right? Like we're gonna like let her make her own choices, right? She, uh, but you do have to see her because of the swim meet practices this day. Correct. Well, he's going to do his very utmost to not speak to anyone. <laughs> As you're the equipment manager? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're hauling towels for the swim team? Um, after, afterwards, uh, Katie kind of runs up to you. Uh, she is dripping wet, and uh, but her hair is somehow, like, okay still. And... Hey... Was I fast enough today? Yeah. Hey, you were pretty. You were pretty great. It's really like, it's really impressive. I don't know how you do it. You just, you know, you put one arm in front of the other, you kick. I guess. It's not like running though. You know what I mean? It's not like. Hey, are you going to the dance? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to the dance. Good. 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 I'm, I'm glad. I'm. I'm glad I'll see you there. Well, do you want to? go together maybe we could kind of walk over at the same time or i think the timing could be sure 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 i, I like that really yeah yeah i'd love to be there i promise i'll be right there with you okay so i'll pick you up at like like six or yeah yeah at six okay i'll see you then okay okay bye bye katie and she There are welts on your hands. Because 
even if the other person is well trained, there's still for some reason you'll move to block and it'll just whack over the back of your hand and it hurts like hell. There's scratches. Mostly on your mostly on your hands, but a couple on your knees when you, you know, fall forward. Fine, sure. Um you still haven't managed to score a touch on Miss Stevenson. Not one. Is it better though? Oh yeah. Well that's good. You're you're a lot better at defending yourself now, and uh then once you actually do manage to succeed at bringing the point to bear, but she corrects you saying that you didn't have right of way and so it was not a legal touch and Oh come on you back around. Come on. But it isn't very long until it's the night of the dance. Well, I said I'd walk over and, like, see her outside her place at 6, and then we would walk over together, right? So that's, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be there at 5.55 and then take another walk around the block because I don't want to be early. Okay, so you, you look at, you know, 5.55 and there's her house and, you know, like the lights are on. And, and I'm like, like, oh, this is so awkward. I should go And around. then you go around the block and then it's 6 o'clock. I'm going to wait outside for a little bit just see if she comes out, but I guess I'll go and, um, like, ring the... 6.03 and no one's come outside yet. Uh, that's awkward. I'll get the... Yeah, I'll go ring the doorbell. See a man answering the door. He's smoking a pipe and he's wearing a tweed jacket with leather patches on the elbows. Oh, dude. Can I help you, son? Is, uh, is Katie home? Uh, no, I'm afraid she's gone to the dance. Oh, okay. We, uh, I thought we were walking over together. I guess I didn't understand. Oh, uh, well, I know her date picked her up. Uh, they went off in a car. Firebird. Uh, yes, I, I think that's correct. It's a Pontiac. You know what that stands for, don't you? Poor old nerd thinks it's a Cadillac. <laughs> but uh, no, she's at the dance. I'm, I'm sorry, son. Sorry. I'm just gonna go. (laughs) I get promised. Fuck, Brian's just like, whatever. Where are you going? Oh, the dance, and then he's gonna like turn away at the door, and he's gonna go back to the door. He's probably gonna turn away again. Fuck. There's no Pontiac Firebird in the parking lot, though. No. I'll go into the dance. <laughs> You'll go in? Yeah. Okay, so you go in. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. Maybe, maybe you dropped her off. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. I don't know. So immediately there's a few, thing that, few things that are clear. First, music is so bad. And I'm not talking because we're in the 80s. There was a lot of good 80s music, but like, ugh. Oh, they're just not playing. Okay. Yeah, they're playing a lot of, like, Belinda Carlisle and stuff like that. Maybe that's not your jam right now. Second, Katie's not here. Like, so not here. Third, neither is Jack. But his two cronies are. Oh. I, get, I guess I'm, I'm going to ask Billy first, maybe, if he's seen her. 
No, man, no. But, oh, by the way, Miss Stevenson is here. Uh, she looks like she's chaperoning. Oh, okay. But she's wearing uh, a, a relatively conservative outfit. You know, it's a far cry from gym shorts and a t-shirt or mm-hmm. the plastron. But mm-hmm. Hey, Miss Stevenson. Hi. You enjoying the dance? Yeah, I mean, it's okay, I guess. You're not enjoying the dance. What's wrong? I thought someone was going to be here. Mm. I'm a little worried maybe she's not here because she's with somebody else. I don't know, sweetheart. I don't know. Maybe I'll go and have a little look around and I'll um, come back. Whatever you say. Just don't bring any alcohol in. I don't I don't drink any of that. Miss Stevenson? Of course you don't, dear. Thanks for the um sword lessons. It's 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 actually pretty cool once you get the hang of it. Heaven is a place on earth is just like booming. I'm out. <laughs> Where do you go? Uh, I gotta ask the two guys. I gotta ask Jack's friends. What do you want, butt hand? <laughs> I gotta fucking tear his fucking head off. Um, hey, I, uh, I thought, I thought, I know Jack and Katie were gonna, are they here yet? I don't think they're coming. Well, where would they go? Do you want to watch? What? No. Poor, poor Brian. Just give him a little shove and I walk away. I think they're probably at the 7 Eleven parking lot. Maybe around in the alley. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. See ya. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take off. Um, I'm gonna jog over there, man. Okay. Had so, some other ideas after that, but. So you go over to the to the Seven Eleven, and the first thing that's clear is that the Pontiac Firebird is absolutely there. It's in the alleyway. Headlights are off, um, and it's very dark in this alleyway. But you can see without too much trouble, based on the reflection of light off the snow, that Katie and Jack are making out something fierce. Well, <laughs> that's that's Brian for you. Like they are going for it. Um, I'm gonna like I'm I'm leaving. Uh, so you turn. So I. 
I'm I'm looking for a rock or a bottle. Okay. Uh, there's a Bud Light bottle. Except, of course, they didn't call it Bud Light back then, I don't think. Well, maybe they did. Fine. There is a Budweiser bottle lying on the ground. It just doesn't... I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking, but Brian's going to huck it at the back, like at the taillight. Of the car? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Roll me Dex Athletics. 15-year-old Braum version of Dex Athletics. I think it's actually a pretty good pool. Difficulty is 7, though. Beer bottle isn't really meant to be thrown. One success. (laughs) So you bust out one of the taillights on the back of the Firebird. And he doesn't even notice. Fuck off. Um, I'm, uh, Brian runs away. He's crying, man. So you turn. (laughs) He's like, oh. And as you take the fourth step away. Yeah. You hear, at first you just heard glass shattering against plastic. Now you hear a massive crunching of metal. From where? Behind you now. I, that's bad? What is that? (laughs) When you look behind you, it would seem that a truck, a large truck, has pulled into the alley going too fast and hit ice. There weren't any lights on it. It is a black car. Difficult to see. It's now spun, and the two cars are accordion into each other in the alleyway. And you can see that the truck that's been uh, that just smashed in, gasoline truck, looking to refill the pumps here. Uh... I don't know if it's easier maybe to access from the other side of the alley, but I'm I'm racing towards the Firebird. I'm, I want to make sure that I can... I mean, I want to see if I can get them out of the car. So when you get to the car, the doors are just like completely, like completely fused shut. Um, you can see both of them in there, um, although there's... Uh, a cut on Jack's head uh, and blood is just pouring down his face. Um, Katie's unconscious and her head is just lolling, lolling back. Uh, Do I see any driver of the truck? Like it's uh, the driver of the truck is out there and he, he um, opens the door and he sprints away. Hey! Hey! No, he's gone. I... Shit. (laughs) Um, Clamor 
onto, I guess, the... Smoke is pouring out of the Firebird. That's so bad. Um, I'm climbing onto the roof of the Firebird, or the hood, maybe. Uh, I'm aiming to kick out, kick through the windshield and try to grab both of these people. Like, as best I can. All right, so you get up on top of the roof of the car, and your foot comes down against the windshield <clears throat> once, twice, and then the third time, um, it's spider webs. But windshields are meant to protect from outside impacts. If you want to kick out a windshield, you have to do it from the inside. What about the... Can I uh, get in through one of the side... Like, one of the doors i mean they've been kind of pulling on that door it's it's like crushed in there's just no way and now the hood of the firebird is on fire um i need to like do something real fast or they're obviously not going to get out of here uh i'm looking around for any maybe a, a garbage can or something i can use to smash open one of the passenger side windows or something a trash can so you pick up the trash can and now the heat is starting to get pretty intense you smash the window out and um the driver's side window pops you're pretty sure that you can reach in and grab jack i i gotta uh i reach over him and just like grab katie's shoulder and shake her a little bit is she awake Come on, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> like, I don't know if you just keep shaking her, but no, she, is, I don't, I don't. she is not waking up. Okay. Um, I get Jack out of the car so I can get Katie out of the car next. Okay, so you pull Jack out of the car and you just, like, let him out down the snowbank or whatever? I, I slide him down the alley. I get, Yeah, actually, yes, away from the fire as, okay. as much as I can. And then you're, you're reaching in? I'm going to try. Okay, so you reach in and uh, you're start pulling and you realize that her seatbelt um, while it wasn't on is tangled around her arm and it's as you pull like it's pull, it's keeping her in uh, is there any way for me to like get climb into the car further to sort of untangle it or maybe pull her arm away from it um, yeah yeah um, so you manage to disengage it you pull her out of the window just as the firebird just erupts into flame the car is just going to burn to, to nothing at this point. It's it's plain to see it's a total loss. But, of course, it's on fire right next to a gasoline truck. Yep, we're getting out of here. Um, I'm going to try to drag them both away uh, further down the block, if I can. Okay. It's so as you drag them easy, both away, you see that Katie's eyes just start twitching, and then she wakes up and she sees you silhouetted by uh, <laughs> or sees the fire silhouetted by you Brian yeah hey are you okay I promised I was gonna meet you no, don't don't worry about that it's not I, I, I promised I was gonna meet you yeah, there was a big there was a big fire okay we got it we're almost a little and then further away the fire starts to fan and flicker 
snow starts to fall around you and the wind picks up. But when you look down, you see that Katie is, you know, fine, bump on the head. Something's really wrong with Jack. His, his ears have just changed. They're pointed now, elongated, and he's a lot more attractive than, <laughs> than I remember. Than Jack you remember. I mean, like he was already a pretty so good-looking guy. Than but, I, yeah. Um. Looking up, the flames aren't the yellow and orange and red. The flames are purple and blue. Across the street from the 7-Eleven, you see that there's a lion sitting down watching you. No, it couldn't be a lion. No, that's... This one has wings. Wings and, and feathers. And it is pawing over towards you. Um, and the moon that was hanging in the sky just seems so much closer now. Uh, I'm not going to drop these two, but I'm going to put They're that, lying on the ground. That's obviously right. I dragged them away. I'm going to sit down hard next to them and just really like maybe... You know. Oh, dude, you like just spear your own hands. <laughs> ah! Well, I don't know. Um, and as you sit and then you look up and the truck explodes. And you can feel the heat rushing Shit. at your face. And I'm going to try to cover these two. <laughs> you cover them. And everything goes black. And when you wake up again, you feel just this massive paw just on your head, pushing your head around. Uh. And when you move, your skin doesn't feel the same. Covered in burns over the entire skin all of your skin. You realize that your clothes have burned away. And while you should feel cold, all you can feel is the heat of your skin. I reach up to the paw of the dog, whatever it is that's on me. Oh, you mean the lion eagle thingy? Yeah, that's that. right. I'm sure hoping it's just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lion eagle. Okay. Am I dead? Oh, I don't think so. I believe you're quite alive. Funny that. Are you feeling all right? You're... And pokes you. And you can feel like this crumbling of your skin every time it touches you oh okay so i've i've obviously i'm in a coma of some kind but i'm gonna look down at my body what's what is what's it look like man your skin is it's 
I mean, you've you remember seeing like a nasty burn when uh, Kelly and and chemistry class got a little too uh, familiar with a Bunsen burner, and he got like that third degree burn on just a tiny bit of his hand, and it looked gross. Right. You would expect to look like that, but you don't. Instead, you look like a very dark blue. Very dark blue, but your skin has calloused? No, that's not quite it either. It feels like rock. Rock, like molten rock that is still yet to set. I mean, I'm going to touch it. (laughs) I'm going to touch my own skin. If that's what it feels like. In the places that it's still warm, it comes away on your fingertips. But the places that it's solid, it feels almost like armor. Armor that's encased you. What? What happened to me? Oh, it looks like you might have taken a bit of a turn for the worse, I'm afraid. I do believe that contraption over there exploded. These two would have been dead for sure if you hadn't protected them. I look at them. Are they still alive? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Katie, this... however, is like, what are you, who are you talking to? And I just, I and point... she reaches up oh, and yeah. she places her hand right on your face. And the thing is, your face still feels molten hot. But she just puts her hand on there. Without any reaction, she doesn't even pull her hand away. With she definitely doesn't seem to react to the fact that you're blue. Mm-hmm. Whether you have horns on your head. What? What? <laughs> I go to, you know, touch those as well. Obviously, I should have kept my promise. I should have waited for you. No, don't, don't. And then she reaches up and she tries to kiss you. On your cheek, not like... Anything. Yeah, yeah. I I don't... I don't want her to burn her lips, so I kind of gently, like, push her back down. Katie, everyone... We almost... We almost died. Jack starts to stir. The blood that's fauceting from his forehead... Um, you know, somehow just seems to accentuate the fragility of his beauty. And he opens his eyes and he looks up at you. And then when he tries to speak, it's almost like a stammer. And instead of getting out Brian, bro, 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 Brian? Yeah. I'm sorry. Is your name Brom Brian? No, it's... It's Brian. That's... That's who I am. No, that... That can't possibly be your name. I, I don't understand. Brian's don't see me. Brian's go home. 
and wonder why they couldn't keep their parents together. Brian's go down to a gym to learn an ancient technique, but only because he has something to prove against the gym teacher. You're not a Brian. How do you know about all that? Like, who are you? A friend. But I need to take you to someone who can help you. The hospital. We all need to go there. I mean, look at them. No. No, neither of these should go to a hospital. We'll take you to your school. My school? Yes. Well, there's... But you're going to have to leave her home. She doesn't get to come for this journey. I don't understand. Katie... Katie was in the car. She was... She's in need of the most... I can't take you to a hospital. And believe me, you don't want to go. Now, roll around in the snow. Cool yourself off. I'm feeling very hot, so I I do so, I guess. It's weird. I I don't understand why. You can feel the rest of your skin just kind of like crusting over. And is at this point that you realize, yeah, you are totally nude. Oh. Um. Also, when you stand, head and shoulders above what you even used to be, you are giant, massive. We gotta get out of here, Brian. Yeah, I know. Come on, let's go, guys. Let's. Yes, Brom Brian. Come. It's just Brian. Where did you get. He. I can't That's believe what he I'm told talking. you. Would you argue with the Shining Host? I certainly wouldn't. It doesn't seem very prudent, especially not at this point in time, now that he's indebted to you. Come. Jump on my back. Let's go. You you can't be serious. Have you ever wanted to fly? Um, I load up the other two, and I find a way to sit on the bird? And just as police sirens and fire engines start to converge on the area, you take off. Oh, shit. Up. And it's freezing. And the snow is still falling around you and the wind is whipping around you. And you realize that the wind's source might have been you. And when they let you down, just outside Katie's house... Jack just lifts his hand. Katie, you you need to go inside. You're going to be fine. You're just having a nightmare. Everything will be all right. Oh, sorry, he doesn't talk like that. I was wondering if... Katie, you gotta go inside. Just... 
it's it's just you're just having a nightmare and when you wake up everything's gonna be fine the dance went well um except uh you know nothing happened really and i i got i got a little too drunk and you got a little too drunk and uh and brian brian drove us home but we can't tell anybody because he doesn't have his full license yet okay sure and she gets up and she just runs towards the house jack that's that's not what happened why wouldn't you why would you lie because she won't remember that's that's outside of our control she's not going to remember what we've done she won't remember flying but you will yeah (laughs) how could you not right we're on our way again and this time the trip is much much shorter as you get let down the outside of the school and Miss Stevenson comes out and you can see that she is also massive Tall. And while she doesn't have as crusted over a skin as you do, blue with horns. And instead of the dress that she was wearing before, she's wearing male. And she walks over, she looks down at Jack, who is sliding off the eagle lion thing, and you. He's an apt pupil. I'd recommend continuing his studies for at least some time. Although I imagine school might not exactly be the best place for either of these two children at this point in time. Thank you, kind Griffin. I will see to them. Jack, I want you to go inside. Call your parents. Let them know that you're alright. Let them know that you're here you need to come with me and she turns and she starts walking straight for the gym Miss Miss Stevenson do you have any pants I follow after her and that's when as you start walking the wind that was around you just settles around your body and takes shape a tunic Green, and a belt, boots, gloves, although you no longer feel the cold quite as much. A stout pair of pants. Okay, now I know I'm dreaming. I say, to the griffin, maybe? (laughs) Well, actually, to be more precise, you were always dreaming. Now you're awake. And he takes off. (laughs) Brom, let's go. I don't register it for a second. And then Miss Stevenson turns around again, and then you see her just stand up a little bit straighter in the creak of metal and leather. Sounds that you could have sworn you've heard before while fighting. Now, 
Yes, Miss Stevenson. But it's... I, I'm Brian. No, you're not. Because you returned those items to me in just the right condition. And you returned these two, even though they owed you, or you owed them nothing. I mean, I think I did what anyone would have done. <clears throat> no. No. You'll learn, as you go through life, the promises made to you, even by the people who are closest to you. They'll never hold as much meaning to them as it does to you. Well, I mean, honesty is important. Your word is more important to you and to me than anyone will ever understand. And it's why you were able to knock out the window of a sports car. It's why you were able to pull them out as quickly as you did. It's why the strength runs through you. Jack will be all right. Katie will be all right, though I don't think that she'll ever look at you the same way again. Because she won't remember. But she will dream of this. As for you, it's time I gave you your first real lesson. Real? What do you mean? Why is Jack changed? What was that thing? I'm... I have many questions, Miss Stevenson. Uh, sorry. You can call me... Celeste. All right. And I'm going to teach you what real means now. Nineteen eighty eight is a difficult year. For a lot of people, I mean Reagan did not have the easiest time right around then. And Let's face it, the world was kind of leaning on to the modern age. Mm -hmm. Within a few years, the internet would become a thing that people could actually access in their own homes. The horrors of modern day phobias and terror just around the corner. But, of course, the Berlin Wall, the USSR. Things are about to change for everyone. For Brom, things aren't going to change. He's just going to finally realize what's always been there. 
That was your chrysalis. Now, yep. you quite clearly have a lot of stuff to do between this point and that point. Yes. But, but you do. Yep. Does Brown feel different for you now? Yeah. Why? Um, I just think, uh, I, I guess... Maybe not different so much as like I'm I'm happy to have confirmed what I think were the like two really inalienable characteristics of him that he took with him, well that he like that formed around. It's part of his soul, man, and that's like like lo- loyal, like honesty, loyalty, and just like a vengeance sometimes too. You know, turns out people have been screwing him over right from the start. Hey, yep. <laughs> Don't forget though, Katie's an oathbreaker. Oh shit! Well, you know what we do with oathbreakers, John? Spoilers for the last episode. I won't say anymore. <laughs> Yay! The universe likes Brom. The universe might like him, but the universe also knows how to really jerk him around. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have that too. Damn. Yeah, that that would have changed things quite a bit, I think. D- I didn't ask. Will I ever get that Griffin's name? Oh, you might already have it. Ooh! Does anybody have any questions for Brom? Yeah, ask or away, for guys. Scott actually is probably a more accurate way of saying it because you know Scott's the real person here. In front of since we're still on the stream, John, and since it, it could be sort of a RPG clinic esque time of day, uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to thank you for running a great solo session. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, you gave me a lot of freedom in a world that I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm a kid. What do you like? I go to school. What do you mean? You know. But it was, it was cool. Weirdness. I couldn't give him a boggin hug. That's not how Brum started. Brum was forged in snow and wind and fire. Mm. Nice. It's a bog and hug like a Shawinigan handshake. <laughs> it's, a- it's actually just an <laughs> uppercut right in the dick. <laughs> yes! Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Yeah. I like I liked Selen as well. Selen? Sorry, my bag. She's still alive. Troll. Oh, shit. I might have kept contact. Maybe. Maybe you did. 46 episodes 56 episodes later i'm just like but that is that is one thing that i will grant you she is still alive all right she's gonna be pretty grumpy by now that's probably probably it's a reasonable assumption i'd say (laughs) i'd say so too uh well yeah man i really i really enjoyed it thank you you know tomorrow I'm un- I'm to understand that it's it's possible we'll see, but it's possible that there may be a stream from Zen Robo, uh, from Kate, not Katie, right? Uh, tomorrow on Friday, Punchy. Can I throw down a little something, John? Sure. I believe that I will be uh, doing a surprise stream myself. Actually, get in some extra time before Zen, uh-huh. leading into Zen. Tomorrow, during tomorrow. the day. Tomorrow during the day, yeah. 
I understand most people, uh, you know, work and do stuff, but join me if you can. Are you going to be playing Red? Yeah. Red? I just, Redemption? Things happen so slowly and then all at once that I'm just like, oh god, I need more time. So You mean Vermilion Corpse Atonement, the sequel? Nice. <laughs> uh, well, then you can look out for that. That's it, Biff the Boss. In fact, that's... We don't have a mod to... To throw that out. Shit. Luma fit. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, but thanks, guys. Oh, everyone's going to be getting yeah, there it is. this one. There it is. Biff oh. the boss. We are we were modless today. No salutes. Although I know that they're listening. Uh, I love you guys. Does the car get magically replaced, John? <laughs> no, that no. firebird's gone. Yeah. Something, something, Firebird. Uh, maybe Brom meets a knocker who makes another one. I don't know, man. I should tell you that your chrysalis is going to feel a lot different from the other two. I bet. Sorry. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, hey, you know, there's, there is going to be more changing on Sunday, though. Yes. You know, like, I get to have double the changeling for the next few weeks. Yes, so you do. I get that going. Wednesdays for the next... Well, today plus two more weeks is Chrysalis Sessions as purchased or supported by you guys because you're That's awesome. Right. Your donations made this happen. Thank you. Um, thanks for for being here. Thanks my for being here too. I mean, it's Woo. it's a it's a little different when it's one on one, but yeah. we'll, we'll see what we can do to to make the other two also not deal with you know childhood crushes making out in a sports car before getting totaled by a gasoline truck. <laughs> But we'll see. I really hope that's exactly what happens to Patches. <laughs> I really hope that that's I, exactly what yikes. happens to Patches. <laughs> uh, so thanks for tuning in. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time. <sighs> or a Brom. Nope.